Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a good day today. And again, thank you again for listening. Really appreciate it. Love your feedback. Uh, you know, uh, and, and there's been a lot of it this week. Been a lot to talk about. I got to start this podcast a little bit differently today. I'm going to talk a little bit about, <laughs> this is so funny. Ted Cruz, of course, the Olympic starts tonight. Ted Cruz just tweeted out, <clears throat> I don't know if it's true or not, but he retweeted the cover uh, of, of an article. So I, it must be, uh, or maybe, the U.S. bobsled team has, has named their sled Biden because nothing has taken America downhill faster. <laughs> How awesome is that, right? And also, I think, uh, today was Patriot Day. You know, as far as I look at it, you know, not a great day in the markets, but actually it was a pretty good day today. I'll tell you why. Even the Dow fell 500 points today and the NASDAQ was down 3.7% in the close. Today was a good day for the markets. Just had a lot of earnings come out that destroyed earnings estimates. Wow, Amazon's up like 17%. I'm having some system problems, so I had to get some quotes from Tyler and from another system we have here. But I think that's right. Tyler said 17% on Amazon just destroyed their quarter after Facebook got destroyed. So, you see, it's a stock pick- We've been talking about this. It's a stock picker's market. And it's a gr- today was Patriot Day, as far as I'm concerned. Today was Patriot Day because Facebook today was down 26%. Facebook lost two, over 200, I think it was $230 billion today. In market cap, uh, Tyler got into it in his podcast yesterday about their earnings. What, what, just, just, just because everybody's leaving it. You know, you, you, you can only ban, call people racist, ban people, censor people, deplatform people for so long until people say, you know what? Why am I giving you my money or my business? Right? Starbucks uh, destroyed today as well. You know, having to raise their prices even as business is slowing. Okay. Uh, so again, Starbucks, you know, you call your customers racist enough, guess what? And if you, you know, have anti-cop policies, guess what? Ultimately people will say, I'm not going to give you my business anymore. If you're saying I'm a bad person, what is wrong with you? You know, the cust- have you not heard the old phrase? The customer's always right. Uh, so many American businesses have just lost their damn minds. And this is great. So this is Patriot Day because Facebook got destroyed. Twitter was down today 7%, but they did just report earnings. And I think they had a beat on earnings, so it's up in the after hours. Still, uh, Twitter got hit today too. While Trump Media, which we talk about a lot here, of course, you know, it's one of our VRA 10 baggers. And uh, we uh, were all over Trump Media here. Today was up as much as 8%. Right now it's trading up to 2.7%. Uh, so it's interesting, right? Here's a social media company uh, that's up on the day, while Facebook, a social media company, Twitter, social media company, Spotify, also is down big today. So you're starting to see, you know, again, a stock pickers market and some uh, kind of a semblance of of, of sanity uh, beginning to return to the markets. Uh, let me let me talk about earnings real quick, um, and I want to get back to this Facebook story because it's very interesting. I think it's an interesting story, and it really it dovetails with what we've been saying. Well, you know what? It's it's why you're on this podcast. You know what? Nobody here listens to Wall Street. If Wall Street analysts say something, what do you do? You probably roll your eyes. You know, and I'm gonna I've got a story for that as well today, uh, just to reinforce that uh, your logic is very sound. Uh, again, Amazon destroyed earnings up seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. Wow. Uh, the market was down big today. That's going to reverse at the open tomorrow. Snap today. Snap was down up 42% in after hours. Snap up 42% on earnings. Snapchat, 42%. 
on earnings. Pinterest up 25% today on earnings after the close. Uh, so, uh, again, not, not a great day in the markets, but it was a great day from a little bit different point of view. First of all, the, the basics. Dow Jones today finished you down 518 points. Uh, let's just cover it quickly. S&P 500 down 2.4%. NASDAQ again down 3.7%. And Russ 2000 today 1.9%. But it could have been so much worse. Because again, you have these mega, mega, te- uh, mega cap tech stocks that are just getting destroyed. Uh, or that were before today's earnings reports. Uh, and it's still, we did not see the destruction today. Now it may have sounded bad. But it really only sounded bad, frankly, because the internals just did not support the destruction that could have happened and maybe on the surface looked like it did happen. You know, we had uh, last Thursday, NASDAQ had over 1,100 stocks hit new 52-week lows. Okay, that was last Thursday, a week ago. Today, even with NASDAQ down 4%, only 237 stocks hit new 52-week lows. So, again, you're starting to see some internal improvement. This is how bottoms are formed. It's exactly how bottoms form. When you have uh, Netflix and Salesforce today down 5%, Amazon before earnings was down 7%, Spotify was down 17% uh, before earnings again. Uh, So, you know, again, Facebook down 26%, lost $230 billion market cap. Some of the biggest names out there really could have destroyed the market today, and it just did not happen. And again, tomorrow... It's like going to see a pretty a pretty sharp reversal tomorrow in the markets. This again, this is a pattern change. Uh, this is how bottoms occur. Uh, they're messy, but again, the key for us is is last Monday. We could go Mondays. Remember the the, the twelve hundred point recovery in the Dow Jones that capitulation Monday. As long as we don't violate those lows, um, and I, I don't think I don't think that I don't see that happening. Uh, then we've had zero technical damage done while base building important base building continues. Uh, so, uh, again, the overall internals, they weren't great, but, but this action, of course, after the close today is very good. Uh, what else? Oh, Facebook. I just want to, uh, I did some work on this last night after uh, Tyler's podcast. And, uh, <clears throat> so Facebook has, uh, 58 analysts that follow the company. This is before they announced earnings yesterday. Okay. Uh, here's, 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 here's the bottom line here. Facebook has 58 analysts that uh, follow the company. Going into the earnings, 49 of the 58 analysts had a, either a strong buy or a buy rating on the stock. Again, it lost 26% today. Nobody had a sell rating, not a single analyst. So you ask yourself, how could that happen? How could it be that 85% of Wall Street analysts, these guys and girls are paid seven figures plus, and supposedly know the company better than anybody else, and they every every one of them got it wrong, Right? Every, even the ones that had a hold rating, and that's only nine of them, okay, of 58 had a hold rating. But even the ones that had a hold rating did not see this coming or they would put a sell on it. So how does that happen? Well, it's, 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 it's the old Wall Street two-step. You know, it's the they, analysts know that if they have a sell recommendation on a stock, it is an impossibility that that company is going to give you, your firm, any investment banking business. So they never put sell ratings. You very, very, very rarely will see a firm put a sell rating on a stock because they want that invest. It's that's so lucrative. That's where the big money is. And also, and it goes even further. For a company like Facebook, if you're an analyst at pick a firm, right? Analyst at Merrill Lynch or Bank of America, whatever it's called now. If you're an analyst there and you have a sell rating, then they're going to blackball you 
all of Silicon Valley is going to likely blackball you from getting investment banking. So this, this is the good old boys club. And they don't, they don't, uh, they just, they, obviously it's not honest, which again, backs up why you're on this podcast. Yes, that is co- called collusion. Yes, that's illegal. And yes, it's criminal. But it's, no, it's never prosecuted. It's never, pro- but that's why we listen to Wall Street at our own peril. We know, we know what comes with it. And I'll just take it one step further. Folks, this is exactly what's going to happen with these economists that are all saying that they're going to hike rates four, five, six times plus this year, okay? Uh, because again, they act, they're, they're monolithic. Uh, just like the analysts, they all say the same thing, report the same thing by and large. And uh, because they, they realize that they, if they get out of line, again, there goes all the income from the Fed and they're all paid. Almost all these economists are paid by the Fed one way or another, either straight up salary or grants or uh, they're, you know, they're giving uh, 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 research money and giving money for their mentees. You know, it's just it's endless. And, of course, all the, pro- the parties, right, the good parties. Imagine those uh, economist parties. It must be a, just a, an absolute blast. Probably they're probably all doing cocaine in the bathroom. But they are a monolith. And uh, that's why you just can't be trusted. That's why over my career, whenever the majority of economists are saying one thing, I always take the other side. I mean, there's never a time that I don't take the other side. And then you can say, well, that's kind of, aren't you just being a stupid contrarian? Well, maybe, but it happens to work. So it's just an easy call. They're all saying rates are going to go up four times, then rates ain't going up four times. Um, what else today? Um, yeah, so it was kind of, again, Patriot today, day today. Good to see, good to see Wall Street, good to see investors ban Facebook for a change, right? Uh, there's a... Uh, a certain cosmic karma to this uh, that kind of refreshes and renews the soul and the spirit uh, from my point of view. Um, I've got just one thing I'm going to put out there because you're still seeing a lot of these idiots on, on coronavirus. They're now saying that yet kids still must be masked. Kids must be masked in school and they must be uh, vaccinated. Six-month-old babies, okay? Six-month-old babies is what Pfizer's filed their emergency use application for. Uh, this is this is evil, okay? This this is pure evil. But I have a recommendation, and I think it's one that would really make a difference here. If you endorse masking and vaccine babies and kids, you are so dangerously moronic that you sh- you should be fired from whatever job you have. We should only have one mandate in this country when it comes to coronavirus. Only one mandate. The mandate is this: if you're in favor of criminal levels of child abuse, which is what masking and vaccinating kids with an experimental vaccine that we have no idea what this is going to do to these kids the rest of their life. No one has any idea. Anyone that tells you they do is a bald-faced liar. And they're evil. Because who, who would inject a baby with something that could damage or kill them or just destroy their entire life? Who would do this? You know, this is straight from the depths of hell. That's, that's how evil this is. So anyone in favor of masking or vaxxing babies and children, that's criminal child abuse. You should be unemployable anywhere. Now, some people will listen to that and go, Kip, that sounds awful radical. That sounds pure radical right there. I don't know, man. I think you're going off the deep end. Well, that's what's wrong with our country. That's why we're in the mess we're in now. Because we are surrounded by anti-science insanity. There's just no question about that. But we've become so soft that we're allowing evil to win. We're essentially opening the door and saying, come on in. 
Anyone that endorses child abuse should be purged from society. We can agree with that, right? If you believe in child abuse, you are you're scum of the earth. That's what's happening when you're masking and vaxxing kids. It's child abuse. These people should be purged from society. They should be destroyed. Their lives should be destroyed. Just like they're destroying, they're trying, they are destroying the lives of people that won't agree to get vaccinated and they're getting fired. We need to flip that coin. I think we need everybody to be much more forceful about this. Uh, th- we are surrounded by evil people. This is pure evil. Okay, um, uh, my, that's my coronavirus and Sandy soapbox for the day today. Uh, let's t- take a look under the hood today because, again, it wasn't great, but it's going to be better tomorrow with these earnings. Uh, let's see, uh, advanced decline, ugly for both the NASDAQ and NYSE. About 6 to 1 positive, so between 5 to 1, 5 to 1 negative NYSE on uh, NASDAQ, which is over 4 to 1 negative. Volume today was uh, through, just, just right at 3.5 to 1 negative NYSE. And uh, what is that? Uh, 5 to 1 negative for NASDAQ. But again, these are all improvements over what we had seen. Uh, cer- certainly the new 52 high lows. We only had 150 stocks NYSE hit a new 52-week low. And again, 237 on NASDAQ. Again, that, it's not a great number, but we had 1,137 Stocks on NASDAQ again hit a new 52-week low last Thursday. So, And we had, uh, I think, three days last week with more than 700 every day. So, again, this is, this, is, this, is, this is how bottoms happen. Remember, the next big event happening from a macro point of view is, is, uh, is the, uh, the Fed rate hike, which is it's going to happen in March at their Fed meeting, mid-March. Um, so we're going to see some volatility. But as long as we support those lows that are in place, uh, as long as you see the internals continue to improve. And, uh, you know, again, I think tomorrow is going to be quite a bit different story uh, when the market's open with these earnings. Uh, because it's very, again, it's a stock trader's market. You, know, you don't want to own Facebook, but you probably do want to own Amazon. And, uh, you know, you got to pick your companies. And uh, you, you probably don't want to own Twitter, but you do want to own Trump Media. You know, so it's a great time to be a stock picker. And someone that, you know, you trust your instincts, you, you do your homework. This, this should be a very good time for people to make money. And the other thing is these small caps have been, have been utterly destroyed. We are king off of, uh, you know, this innovation fund, uh, Kathy Wood's ARC today, uh, that at one point today was down 5%. Uh, and after hours now, it's come all the way back. It's only down 1.3% of the day, again, because she owns these stocks. These, these companies are reporting. She owns these stocks. So I think those lows are in place. We are keying off of ARK, ARKK, the semis, SMH is the semi-ETF, and of course the internals. And uh, again, I think this is going to be a fantastic year for the markets. Uh, uh, again, you, can't, you cannot buy low when the markets are at all-time highs. You can only buy low during corrections and pullbacks. And so that's the smart money approach because this bull market has a very long, long ways to go. Uh, okay, folks, uh, let's see what else today. Commodity watch. Oh, oh, sector watch first, real quick. 11, uh, 10 of the 11 sectors, that's 100 finished lower in the day. Led to the downside by communication services. That's Facebook, down 6.8%. That's big. Communication, uh, consumer discretionary, down 3.5%. Uh, and uh, then we only had uh, one sector higher. Consumer staples really was flat on the day. And uh, commodity watch today, uh, gold today was uh, uh, down $4 an ounce at $18.05. Silver down $0.33 cents an ounce at $22.37. Copper today down $0.03 cents a pound at $4.46. Oil today, highest price for oil. First time it's broken 90 since 2014 
Oil up $1.79. You know, we've been all over the story of oil. Very bullish oil. Getting close to Tyler's target of 100 And by the way, what was happening in 2014, the last time oil hit uh, uh, 90? Who was president in 2014? Barack Obama. Do you remember what Barack Obama said in 2000, about 2014? He told people, look, <clears throat> we want oil. We really need oil at 125. That's where we really need it uh, to make our uh, windmills and our solar, uh, to make all of the alternative you know, uh, energy concepts, to make them work. We really need oil at 125. Otherwise, they don't work. They just don't make sense without a lot of subsidies. And so, again, now we have uh, Barack Biden as president. And uh, interesting, here goes oil again. Folks, there are no accidents. You know, there just are no accidents. And again, oil's going, I think, I think a whole lot higher. Uh, but I thought interesting also, by the way, that XLE, which is the energy ETF today, even with oil's big move higher, which is, again, up $1.79, it's over 90 That's uh, up 2% on the day. Um, XLE today was down 1%. Because guess who recommended the oil stocks overnight? You got it. Nazi Jim Cramer. The guy is a kiss of death. He really is. He's used the inverted Jim Cramer approach. If he's recommended to buy it, sell it. If he's recommended to sell it, buy it. That's what we do here. Okay, folks, that's it for the day. Hope y'all had a... Oh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin today up eight, uh, down 833 at 36749 Again, hope you had a great day. Always appreciate you listening. Come and join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.